Welcome back to Seriously Funny. I'm your host, Mashnor Kabir, and I invented SAD. This week we talk about turning points. Is this a turning point of the podcast? Only if you like, subscribe, share, rate, and get me more views, but otherwise probably not. So let's talk about turning points. But first, uh, I st- uh, like you know, I started a narration channel. If uh, like you know, <laughs> you listen to every episode, right? Um, and to the end. I started a narration channel, and first of all, it's growing faster than both of my channels. This podcast, I have been doing this for two and probably a half years, and my narration channel has more subs in it. And the YouTube, obviously, I don't post much on there, but the growth on the narration channel is pretty good. And I wanted to say, if you are listening to this and you have come to see some of my other content from that narration channel, A, thank you. B, if you're one of the people that has left a comment on any of those videos, thank you so absolutely much. I have gotten some wonderful amazing, very like long, kind comments in the comments of those narration videos. So if you've decided to check out some of my other content, maybe you're not going to stick around, which is fine. This is not horror content. And you know, you subscribe to that for horror narrations. This is a completely different brand, completely different niche, completely different type of content. And if it's not what you're into, it's not what you're into. But uh, just if you are hearing this massive, massive thank you. It's been incredibly encouraging, incredibly kind. And I've been really happy to read all of those comments that I've been getting. It is actually pretty, pretty cool and and nice. Uh, Yeah, thank you if uh, if that's you. And if you have not listened to the narration channel again, horror content, I read scary stories. They're not always scary per se. Some of them are thought provoking ish. Some of them are sad. So, you know, just I read stories on the narration channel. So again, if you're into that. Uh, go ahead and, and listen to that. There will be more up this week, hopefully. But anyways, let's actually get onto the podcast stuff. We're going to really broadly define the turn, these turning points. I think that when I say that the general idea that comes in your mind is a point, or when I say turning point, I think the general idea is a point in someone's life where they need to make a big decision that change everything. And, I all, and although I usually throw the initial definition away, this time that does apply. A turning point can't, can absolutely be a point in someone's life where they need to make a big decision that changes everything. This, that can be choosing where you want to go to college, choosing where you want to work, choosing where you want, whether you want to marry someone, all the things. You get the point. The turning point. Oh, oh, that was good. I just came up with that one. But although that can be a turning point, it's not the only one. Turning points can be a lot of things. They can be moments in your life where you don't make a decision, but something happens and it changes the way you think, feel, or act. This, of course, can be good or bad. Trauma is a turning point, but it's generally not a great one. However, negative events can cause positive turning points. Death, for example. If someone you care about dies, that's not great. However, when you go on to use the pain and energy from that death and channel it into something beautiful, into something positive, that is awesome. This is actually a concept We talked about in the Happiness Advantage book overview. Sean Aker writes about this idea uh, and calls it a post-traumatic growth. Quote, this is page 109 in the Happiness Advantage. In today's society, it's all too easy to overlook the third path. One particularly salient example of this is the fact that when soldiers will return either normal or with post-traumatic stress disorder, what this does, in effect, is give the soldiers a mental map with only two paths, normalcy and psychic distress. 
Yet while PTSD is, of course, a well-documented and serious consequence of war, and while war can be so horrifying that returning to, quote, normal, end quote, might be a very attractive promise, another large body of research proves the existence of a third, far better path, post-traumatic growth, bereavement, bone marrow transplantation, breast cancer, chronic illness, heart attack, military combat, natural disaster, physical assault, refugee displacement. If this reads like a random clip from an alphabetized nightmare list of the very worst things that can befall us, that's because it basically is. But also happens to be a list of events that researchers have found to spur profound positive growth in many, many individuals. Psychologists have termed this experience adversarial growth or post-traumatic growth, end quote. Again, page 109 from The Happiness Advantage. And if you like that voice, that's the voice you hear a lot more on that narration channel. Negative experiences can indeed create positive change. Adversarial growth, post-traumatic growth, it is possible. How do you do that? Probably another episode, but I, I in the script I had that we're going to talk about in a minute, but I don't think I talk about it. I think I forgot that and I didn't write it in the script. So we're not going to talk about it in a minute. We might talk about it in a couple of weeks if I have no other ideas. The, la <laughs> the last thing that can be a turning point, and I understand this one is the biggest stretch because it's not as big as bone marrow transplant, I think some piece of art or piece of content can be a turning point in someone's life. This may be an art piece, a book, a movie, a YouTube video, or even a podcast. A cough. A cough. A cough. <laughs> uh, but for example, uh, or I'll give an example here soon, but like even the narrations, I haven't done one yet, but there are narrations I've heard that are, they stick with me. Uh, but this is something I find incredibly, incredibly interesting. The turning points in my life have involved death. That, that has happened. I've had a situation where I needed to make a decision that changes everything. I've also, though, had a lot of pieces of content that have, that, that have stuck with me. Death was my post-traumatic growth situation, and the pieces of content have stuck with me. And some of them, for example, are, and then we'll be okay, which we've talked about on this podcast by Xerbia, The Happiness Advantage, of course, by Sean Aker, The Fifth Vital by Mike Malak, and then we'll be okay is basically a narration. I mean, it's a story from Xerbia that he narrates. A happiness Advantage, Fifth Vital, those are books, five centimeters per second, anime movie, uh, Oyasumi Pun Pun, which we talked about a couple weeks ago, manga, The Girl the Universe Forgot, that's a narration on the Dark Somniums channel, that one sticks with me, and What Happens When the Stars Go Out, another narration from the Dark Somnium also sticks with me. These story works of art, pieces of content, they're things I go back to, they're things I think about, and I listen to and then will be okay at least once a month, if not every two weeks. It's something I really like. It just resonated. A couple days ago, I actually went to a speech for a club that I participate in sometimes. I'm not an actual member, but I, part, I take part in some of their events and whatnot just for funsies. And this is a speech given by one of the club members about their thoughts on the club. And although I'm not an official member, I went to these speeches hoping that I would get to experience someone who knew how to speak and someone who knew how to talk and who just gave a really good presentation about what the club's about. Someone who could really move me just because I, I think that would be interesting. And a couple days ago, I... I heard it happen. It's not the best speech or presentation I've ever seen because there's a lot of stuff on YouTube and there's people that practice for months, if not maybe years, to give presentations. I've seen some of these and they're really, really good. Apple keynotes, for example, are incredibly well produced, well practiced. Those are some of the best presentations. However, this presentation, this guy who's just a college student like me, gave the best presentation that I've ever actually attended myself, like I've personally bore witness to. That was something that will probably stick with me. It was just really, really good. 
these events are incredible. These pieces of content are incredible and they stick with us. We think about these things. They don't always have a clear actionability. They, they're, it's not like, oh, I heard this story and now my life is going to change. I'm going to make different decisions. I read this book. I'm going to make different decisions. Some of these things don't have that. They don't have a clear actionability, a thing that you can do. They don't always have a clear moral of the story. The story isn't always wrapped up nicely in a bow and everything clicks and makes sense. No, sometimes it just sticks and that's all. It, it just holds on to you. And I'm not even saying that one day it'll make sense. Maybe that that's absolutely possible. Maybe it sticks around and you don't know what it means. And then one day it makes sense because of an experience you had. That's possible, but it doesn't always work that way, right? And that's fine. That's wonderful. These pieces of content resonate for one reason or another. And I think that's awesome. Honestly, that, that's the main thing I wanted to talk about, but I have more minutes to fill. So let's delve deep into the other two aforementioned turning points. But first, like, let's say The Fifth Vital by Mike Malak. That book is an autobiography about him and his life as a drug addict. I really, I, there, there are absolutely many addicts that have read that book and it probably changed their lives. However, there are a lot of people that hopefully are not drug addicts, me included, that read that book. I, there's nothing I can personally really do with the information he gave me. I'm not a drug addict. I don't need to go to rehab. I don't need to go to detox. I don't need to do any of that. But the book sticks with me. Why? I don't know. Is it ever going to help me? Uh, maybe if I'm helping someone else, but personally, that it's, it doesn't do much for me. It's just a piece of content that sticks with me. It was just really good. And it's stuck. I don't know why. And I don't mind that. I think it's a really good piece of content. I really liked it. I know I said that the main, that was the main thing I wanted to talk about, the pieces of content. But while writing the script, I remember that was not, that was not at, at all the only thing. That, it wasn't even the reason that I had the idea for the podcast. So good news. I went to work yesterday and I remembered the real reason that I wanted to make this episode. So we have more content. I actually wanted to talk about the turning points that involve situations that create a change or decision. So when you're listening to this, it was about two weeks ago, uh, the first time in my three years of being a housekeeper. It would have been four years, but COVID got me laid off for a year. Anyways, my shift is every Saturday from 6 a.m. to 12 p.m. And man, do game days suck. And in high school, it was Saturday and Sunday. And during breaks, it would be three to four days a week, always at the same time, 6 a.m. to 12 p.m. Two weeks ago was my first time ever being late to work. And now every now and then, of course, on the cold mornings, you know, the, the frosted windshield, yeah, I'll be late to work three to six minutes. It's not very offensive. But two weeks ago, I was two hours late. I woke up to my alarm and I fell back asleep. Recently, since school has started, really, I, I've been slipping on some of my routines. I, I had skim, skimped on meditating a lot. I would still sleep for seven to nine hours. Don't worry. But instead of my strict 9 p.m. to 5 a.m., I would tap around on my phone or just keep doing work. Usually I just kept doing work until 10 or 11 p.m. And I would wake up at about 7 a.m. And after I woke up, I just stay in bed for a while. So I didn't actually get anything done for an hour or two after being awake. Now, being late for work that day, it sucked. It, it sucked a lot. When, when I woke up the second time, it was right around 8 I, I shot. I Literally, I have never gotten out of bed faster in my life. There was once a fire scare in an apartment I lived in, st and I still did not get out as quick of quick out of bed as I did two Saturdays ago. I brushed, put my clothes on like the, like the flash, and while I was brushing, I texted my boss, and I, I get in before everyone else. So honestly, unless they looked at my hours, my boss would not have known I was late. I get in before my boss usually, so it wouldn't have mattered. And I'm a part-time worker that works one day a week. Like as long as I get everything done, they probably don't care that much. But 
I texted them, said, hey, I slept. They, they, my boss wasn't even coming in that day. But I texted them, hey, I slept through my alarm. Going to be late today. So sorry. And I was honest to God, sorry. It sucked. See, I'm super big on punctuality. I think it's incredibly important. I think I talked about it briefly in the episode last week on how to be more likable. But I am a man of incredible punctuality. I will either come early or literally come to a prior engagement on the second. Literally the second. I have an Apple Watch, so it's really easy to know. I have Apple stock ticker right now on my watch because I'm curious about how their stock's doing. But a lot of times on the watch, I'll put the seconds on there so I can know literally the minute that it changes and I will walk in the door. I think that's. I think there's something cool about that. Super, super like... I like to be very on time or before time or early to appointments and and things I've scheduled with other people, whether that be with friends or with interviews, whatever it may be. So I'm super big on punctuality. And I think punctuality is an underrated trait. It's just not talked about enough and encouraged enough. I think being late for even one to five minutes is something that's generally not okay for me to do. And again, a lot of times I'm late to work for by a couple minutes, 6 a.m. is early. Okay, man. A lot of people that I make schedules with, I like my friends, they're college students that don't know what they're doing with their life. And, you know, they've barely been an adult for two months. So I don't get upset if someone's a couple minutes late or even a many minutes late. I, it's, you know, I, I don't really get upset at that. It's fine. I generally won't mind. I know people that ghost me so hard that I could call them Casper. Okay. They just never show up to anything ever. It happens. I don't get mad about it. Uh, of course not. But I do think just by principle, it's it's just not right. It's disrespectful. And, and you should always be on time. I think it's a cool thing to have. Uh, the moral of the story is that was a wake-up call, pun intended. Oh, also, for being late, things happen, right? Your public transportation, this gets delayed, that gets delayed. If you have a genuine reason and you were honest to God, prepared and ready to come on the right time, but bad things happen that prevented you, like... I don't know what happened. I don't know people's situation. Sometimes I ask, sometimes I don't. I Like, whatever, man. Just give people benefit of the doubt. For me to really get my crap together and try to get myself in bed at nine, I need to do that now because being late that one day, it really made me think, well, this has had an actual consequence on someone else. Because for me, like, what happens? I get out of bed a little bit later. I wake up a little bit later. I feel, what, I'm going to feel bad about myself? Like, no one cares, okay? It's fine. But now work. I, I work for someone else. I have a job that is paying me to be there at a certain time. And I allowed my slipping of habit to affect that work and affect their time. And that is just not okay. Because it's not like I'm stepping on someone else's toes now. That matters. I can do what I want. And if it affects me and only me, whatever. But it shouldn't affect other people. I, then then I can't do what I want. Then I have to think about my actions and my consequences. Now, I, I do want to say that sleep schedules will shift through the year. So honestly, the fact that I go to sleep at 9 o'clock every day and wake up at 5 a.m. every day, 365.25 days of the year, that's probably not right. And honestly, you sh- you probably shouldn't be... One of the things I've said to you, one of the most important, not one, the most important uh, habit for sleeping better is regularity. Going to sleep at the same time every day and waking up at the same time every day. Thing is though, 9 p.m. is not the same thing in February as it is in November. The circadian rhythm does not care about what your watch says that the time is. It just doesn't matter. Your circadian rhythm cares about where the sun is, okay? That's, that's what's really important. So if you go from sleeping at 9 in December when it gets dark super early to sleeping at 11 during May when it gets dark really late, that makes sense. And it's still consistent relative to your circadian rhythm. It may be inconsistent relative to the clock 
on a wall or on your wrist, but it's consistent relative to the sun. And that's really what your circadian rhythm is based on. So when we say sleep regularity, honestly, that should be dependent more so on the sun than your actual thing. Because going to bed at nine and waking up at five for me, honest to God, during like summer days, it probably is more of an 11 to seven thing. And that's the same as nine to five on December, November, October. Granted, I think when I'm recording this today was the last daylight savings ever. So that's, that's great. That is awesome. Cool stuff. No more daylight savings. No more daylight saving times death that we've talked about on this podcast. A lot of bad things happen there. Go listen to those sleep episodes. Anyways, I already started working on my meditation more consistent a while ago. So that's doing okay. But now I have, I'm starting to work on getting myself to bed earlier and trying to get out of bed earlier. It hasn't been perfect the last week, but definitely a lot better than it was. And I got to work last week just fine. Uh, and reasonably rested as well. So though that may be partially due to the last daylight savings, uh, we just talked about that. But that moment, that one time being late, my boss didn't care much, by the way. I'm a really good housekeeper. And again, 6 a.m. is earlier than anyone else gets to work. So I got to work at the same time as everyone for one day. It wasn't that big a deal. And my boss is super nice and cool. Shout out to my boss. That one time, though, was a turning point for me. It was a moment where something happened and it really made me think about and want to change one of my habits or at least take a look at it. It was a habit I already had, honestly. This is going to be perfect. I'm in 19 minutes and I have like four more sentences left. That's a lie. So what do we do when we come across a turning point in life? What do we do when we come across a fork in the road? What do we do when life hands us a lemon? We look at life in confusion as to why life handed us a lemon. And the moment we look at life, it kicks us in the balls and runs off laughing. That little bugger. When we come across a turning point in life, we take a turn. And I understand that's not a very satisfying answer, but unfortunately, it's something that you have to decide. I may tell you to meditate and sleep correctly, but I'm not your helicopter, snow plow, take care of literally everything parent. I'm your favorite podcaster, right? Life is complicated. And a lot of times there are two right answers or no right answers. There's just a choice. And maybe there's just a fork in the road. And maybe you want to say, screw this and go straight through that fork in the road. You don't want to take left or right. Who knows if life is going to be complicated, then you can be complicated right back because screw you life. Okay. Understand your goals and what you want. And once you have those simply become aware of yourself and the pieces will hopefully fall together. As long as you simply continue to move forward and you know, you have to put action and energy out as well. But yes, uh, it'll, it, it should figure itself out as long as you have clear, clear visions in your mind of how things should go. Manifestation. What? <laughs> I'm not going to do that. That is all though for this episode of Seriously Funny. When this episode comes out, I will hopefully have two more stories out since they're both pretty short. Uh, one of them is uh, it being an original story. So if you've been following the narrations, hopefully you enjoy that. It's a super, it's not very good. It's not as good as the God's not dead one completely. Like I, I'm not, not even being humble. It's just, it's just okay. Like it's a very okay story. It's not, not that big, uh, but I think that's all. No new music still. Um, oh, the other story, by the way, is actually uh, about sleep. I read it on Reddit and I was like, oh, this is about sleep. I'm, and, and then I immediately messaged the author. I'm like, hey, can I do this? I think I would really love to do this one. So that's gonna that that'll hopefully be out. It was also really short, so hopefully that'll that'll go well. Uh, no new music. Still haven't watched anime in a long time, which sucks. I uh, just been doing my best to exist day by day as it goes. 
But I will talk at you next week. Much love. Take your turns. Oh, and again, if you are from the narration channel and you made it this far, I love you. All right? Yeah. Anyways, take your turns. Peace.